Hello and welcome to Patch. I'm your host Paul James and today, as you can probably tell by now, especially if you're a video viewer, uh, I'm on my own. No Mado, no demo, some scheduling conflicts basically meant that this month's episode, I'm rocking it solo and so, or this particular episode, we're going to get back together and do things as per normal sometime soon. Uh, but this episode, it's just going to be you and me and we're going to go through our patched updates for August 2019. And normally I would throw to one of Matto or Damo right now and save myself till last, you know, best to last and all that. Um, but since they're not here, I guess it's all down to me and I'm going to talk a little bit about what I've been playing this month. So Fire Emblem Three Houses has been certainly one of the big ones now. I gave you a little bit of an update on that last week when Damo and I did that Fire Emblem Three, uh, three Houses specific episode. Um, and you know, I recounted the fact that I was up to the the line and the um, the you know the battle of the blue line and whatever it was. I can't think of the name now. It escapes me. I actually haven't had a chance to play it since. Um, but and then for anyone who didn't catch last week's episode of Patched, uh, be sure to go back if you're really keen on Fire Emblem Three Houses and you know that Damo was a big big fan of the game. Be sure to go back and check out last week's episode because Damo goes into some incredible depth about the game he's been through. He's already finished a playthrough. He's working on his second. Um, he could very well have finished his third by the time that uh, I'm recording this a week later. Um, but he's really loving it. I'm really loving it. There's so many awesome things about this game and I just wish I had more time to get back to it. And the reason is, there's a few other games I've been playing. So we'll start by the other one with the other one that's been consuming a hell of a lot of my time. Because Monster Hunter Iceborne is now only a matter of about a week and a half away from the moment I'm recording this, I've been going back and playing Monster Hunter World because I adored that game and I understand that to be able to play Iceborne you need to have a hunter rank of 16. I wasn't there. Now essentially to get to Monster Hunter, or sorry, Hunter rank 16, um, all you need to do is complete the campaign. Now I never did that. I thought I was a lot closer than I actually was. Um, in terms of raw missions, it didn't seem like I was all that far away. But in terms of the difficulty, in terms of the grind, you know what Monster Hunter World's all about, or Monster Hunter Full Stop is all about, where you're um, you know, go out, kill an animal, skin it, take all its parts, use those parts to build new gear, blah, 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 and you know, kind of keep building and building on it until eventually you get to a sufficient level. Um, your gear gets to a sufficient level, and it's you know, it's good enough. Um, I've lost a lot of time for that, and then of course some of the particular monsters along the way, whether it's the Pink Rathian or whatever, they've been kicking my ass along the way. I'm down to the final four Elder Dragons, and I just need to knock through those so that I'm ready to go. Next up, uh, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really keen on Iceborne, the grapple mechanics, all those sort of things, they look really, really cool. I'll be able to talk a lot more about those in the next, in the next updates. Next up, I'm going to talk about a mobile game, Gears Pop. Um, so as many regulars to Player 2, be it uh, the podcasts, Patched, the Player 2 podcast, Pixelcast, uh, whatever, uh, a you know, viewer of the con uh, content on the website, you'll all know that I'm a big Gears of War fan. Um, and Gears 5 is now like Monster Hunter World Iceborne, only a week and a half away, and I'm really jonesing for some of that content. Well, again, as many people may know, Gamescom's just been and gone, and at the conference there, Rod Ferguson got up and he announced the fact that Gears Pop, the, the mobile spin-off game, is now available on, on iOS, Android, etc., etc. So I thought I'd give it a go. Uh, I thought I'd initially just to kind of experiment, maybe even try create a player who plays out of it, which I did. Go check that out on the same channel. If you're an audio listener, uh, youtube.com slash player2au, go, uh, play, go check that out. There's some great stuff there, um, including my, my Gears Pop playthrough, which the game's actually kind of got me quite interested. 
um, the microtransactions are right there in your face. And I've resisted that temptation so far, haven't given them a cent. And I'm just focusing on what the daily grind is and just slowly building myself up. And I'm progressing quite nicely. I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. I'm not, I haven't been totally consumed by everything is they're throwing at me. I'm, I'm just chipping away at it bit by bit by bit and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I'm getting more wins and losses quite comfortably. I'm messing around in the horde mode. The horde mode's quite cool. It's, you know, the horde mode is a pretty basic sort of concept uh, when you compare it to horde mode from the, the main games. But it's still kind of cool. Um, you and a little online buddy, whoever that happens to be from your um, from your little group, uh, you you go out there and you take on whoever the boss happens to be, unlock unlock some cool gear, some waves of, uh, of enemies all appear. It's a sufficient challenge. It's not bad. I'm enjoying that as well. Um, you'll see some footage in the corner there, but again, also visit the YouTube channel, youtubecom player 2 netau and you'll find my player 2 plays for that. Really, really cool game. Uh, next up, I'm going to talk about Sky. So Sky is that game company's last uh, latest title. Remember, that game company are famous for Journey, um, Flow, Flower. This is a company that only puts out really quality products. And though I've only messed around with Sky for probably no more than about 10 to 15 minutes so far, I'm really quite enjoying what they're doing. Um, I'm getting my head around the mechanics because it's kind of still using, it's they're, they're using the touchscreen um, in some respects to still create that that twin stick style approach um, which which I'm enjoying like that's um, that's great but it takes a little while to get my head around because I am used to having as I grab the, the switches you know, like I'm used to having a traditional controller in my hand with sticks and buttons and all those sorts of things as I turn my switch on by mistake um, and the absence of that here frustrates me a little bit I'm getting my head around it. It's working for me. I'd just love to see him put it out on a console already. The The game is designed with traditional controls in mind, so give us access to tr traditional controls. The game would look incredible. Uh, it looks great now, obviously, on uh, mobile platforms, but it would look stunning on a PS4 Pro or Xbox One X or, hell, even the Switch. Um, put it up on your big screen and you're in for a great visual experience, and we know that that game company really creates powerful stories. So... I'm going to give it some more time um, and I'll report to you a little bit more this time next month. Um, but right now, I've only just kind of loosely touched it and I hope to get back to it really soon. Hopefully, you'll see a play two plays on the channel for that as well. Um, the last one that I want to give a decent bit of time to is Erica. Now, we spoke about Gamescom before and we spoke about how Gears Pop was shadow dropped. Well, PlayStation shadow dropped Erica, which was a game that was announced at Paris Games Week two years ago. And it was kind of an FMV, the old school, you know, CD-ROM games where you had you know actual actors there, and it would play it. It's kind of a crossover of that FMV concept with what we've come to associate from Telltale or Quantic Dream or um, Until Dawn, so via Supermassive Games. Um, it's it kind of it's a merger of those two concepts, so live action, real actors there. Uh, but then all the decisions that kind of come with it, without the without less, uh, there's far less game to it if you follow what i mean it's it's i guess the parallels maybe bandersnatch the um the youtube sorry the netflix um series from black mirror um which was quite popular had its flaws i wasn't a big fan personally 
but it kind of follows that same sort of model, branching story, you make your choices, having, spo- having spoken to a few people so far, um, what they're describing based on a couple of choices they've made is very different to what I'm experiencing based on choices that I've made, which is really, really positive. Like I like that concept. Um, I love these branching stories. I love being able to explore those things properly. There's so much replay value in that. There's so many things I could explore. There's so many, you know, what if I did this? And actually seeing an effect, unlike what we got from the Telltale games, where more often than not, you'd make your choice. And it was kind of this wide linear thing where you, you, you'd funnel out, but then eventually it would converge back at one key ending that was predetermined. And so you were just it was just how you were shading in the lines. It looked a little bit different. So... I'm glad to see what they're doing with Erica. Um, I'm hoping to do some more work around that game sometime soon. You can certainly expect to see a review on the Player 2 website for that, so stay tuned for that one. Beyond that, uh, it's just kind of been a few little small things. I'm giving a little bit of time to, to games whenever and wherever I can. Uh, I picked up Control today. I got sent a copy of Hotline Miami, the, the collection on the Switch, before the Australian government ripped it down off the store or saw to it that Nintendo ripped it down off the store. Uh, so I dabbled with that and I've come to realize that I don't really like Hotline Miami. I know it's a big popular franchise. Um, doesn't do anything for me. Uh, I think it's just the tone they're going for and just the... the un- <sighs> I play games with lots of violence in it. That usually doesn't bother me too much. But this is just violence for violence sake and it doesn't really click with me i can appreciate how people like it i can appreciate how um, mechanically sold it is but in terms of what it's trying to do that it just doesn't click with me and um i'll give it some more time again i got sent a code so i am going to do some work with it um we've got multiple codes there so you'll be able to find some stuff on the play two website but also uh, i'll do a play two plays for the youtube channel um so yeah i still i don't totally know how to feel about it yet because I've never played it before when it came out um, obviously the original Hotline, Hotline Miami was made publicly available but Miami 2 um, wrong number that was that was banned in Australia um, for the, the implied sexual violence or maybe not even implied sexual violence maybe that's or, and drug use and all those sorts of little things that the Australian government really cracks it at um, when it comes to their game ratings as opposed to film or whatever there's a weird double standard there, but that's that's a whole other topic, and you know, we'll we'll dabble with it and patch it over the many years to come. I have no doubt at all. Um, so Hotline Miami, and then it's just it's visiting small things. It's when I get a little bit of time, I'll dabble with things. I want to get back to Dragon Quest Builders too. Uh, like I said, I picked up Control today, so I want to give that some time. This week we've got Man of Medan. We've got uh, Control, like I just mentioned before, the Mana Collection, which I've already got digitally on the Switch, but being a massive fan of that Mana franchise from when I was a kid. Um, the fact that they're releasing a physical collection that includes Trials of Mana, which was never released. Somewhere in the back there, I've got a Japanese... Well, sorry. It was never released in the West officially. I've got a... Like, fans created a fan translation and put it on a cart and you can actually pop it into a Super Nintendo and it works. I've got that buried in there somewhere, but it's not its not legit. It's not official. So to own the game legitimately for the first time is huge because it never got released elsewhere and it's so it's such a good game. So I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, and then there's Astral Chain as well, a big platinum game that's coming to the Switch. The Switch is going through a really strong period right now. You've got Fire Emblem, you've got Astral Chain, you've got Zelda coming, you've got Luigi's Mansion coming, which 
anyone who follows any of the player two content, whether it's patched or the insider or some of my written stuff, you well know by now that I'm super, super excited for Luigi's Mansion three. Um, it's just hit after hit after hit at the moment. I'm really, really enjoying that. As far as games are concerned, that's basically everything that I've got to talk about this month. Uh, I've got some things I'm embargoed on I can't talk about for, for a couple of weeks yet, um, and I look forward to talking to you about them in the next coming patched updates episodes and through Player 2 Plays and in written form on the website, and you'll have to stay tuned for all that, though, because tight-lipped for now. Sorry, guys. Um, but otherwise... That is the end of this patched updates. It is a very short episode this this month. Uh, it's only so much I can do because, yeah, no demo, no matter this time. We will be back hopefully next week. We're going to try and tee up some sort of opportunity for us to get together and record. If not, maybe we'll try and slap together an online thing, whatever the case may be. We'll make something work, though. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider liking, sharing, and subscribing. We, uh, all those buttons down the bottom here. and Hit that notification bell. That way you're alerted to every new video the moment it goes live on the channel. That includes Patched, The Insider, Player 2 Players, like Game Review, Gamer School, and a whole bunch more. There's some awesome stuff there, so please be sure to go and check it out. Visit the website, player2.net.au, where you'll find reviews, previews, opinion pieces, news, features, the Player 2 Writer's Draft, links to our podcast series, Dev Diary, and the Player 2 Podcast, Patched as well, of course, and a whole bunch more. Visit us on Patreon, patreon.com slash player2au, kick in a few bucks. At the lower tiers, you'll get early access to episodes, and the higher tiers, you'll get monthly episode exclusives. There's some awesome stuff there, and by pledging, you'll be helping the Player 2 dream to grow. Thank you very much in advance for your support. Finally, there's Twitter. You can find me at Paul James Games. The website's Player2AU. Normally, and I'd still, I'm still going to suggest it anyway, go and catch up with Damo at Tacos Talks, Matto at Matto underscore Phil. They have some awesome things to say, plenty of laughs, good times. Go check out Twitter. Interact with us, talk with us via the show, comment, all those sorts of things. That is patched for this month or this patched updates for this month done. It's been a little bit weird talking to myself for the last 14 to 15 minutes, but the show must go on. So thank you very much for bearing with me. Thank you, podcast listeners, for just tolerating my voice unrelenting for the last, yeah, too long. Um, And I'll see you next time, guys.